Praise the Lord. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, but I don't know why I caught myself off with that one. I don't know. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Um, thank you all for tuning in. This is my father and me. Um, this I am. <laughs> this is I am. See, it, it, I'm actually kind of tired tonight, Dad. <laughs> this is where we at. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? We do this every Friday. Oh, you guys. My name is Sarah Grace, and I am here with my father, Bishop Wesley Bell. Um, hello, 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 everybody. And he sounds like he's great. <laughs> so that's good. Half of us will be up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a plan. We have been in the word. We have actually been... Um, in the text of a book called Thy Kingdom Come. Um, for those who may be joining for the first time, please do go back and, and listen to, you know, what we've been discussing so far. I think we're kind of in, well, this is the, this is the fourth part four in the foundation of the kingdom, but I believe we still had like, uh, maybe like five, maybe six. I'm going to say five, though, because that's a safe number where we just been in thy kingdom come and understanding the principles of the kingdom. Um, <clears throat> and now going into the foundation. Um, and of course, tonight we got uh, some scriptures that we're going to address. We're going to deep dive into those. So um, you guys stay with us. For all of those, like if you guys literally, if you have questions, we welcome those. We want you uh, to not be lost in this. This is something that we're journeying in um, together. Uh, it's not about, <clears throat> you know, what Bishop and I are saying. It is what the Lord is saying and what he wants us to understand about his kingdom, um, about his word. And uh we are learning every time we come up and, and even do these lives. So we, but we praise God for you all who are listening and tuning in, even when you're listening to the, you know, the replays and, or going back and listen to the audios. It's been um, a blessing to see those who are actually listening in. Um, but yeah, if there's anything that, you know, you guys want to expound on even, you know, let us know how you feel, because we appreciate those. But like we always do before we begin, let us pray. Father God, we thank you and we, we love you. We thank you for getting us through a week. We just went through a week where we were blessed to have the breath of life every single morning and discover new things of you. And right now we are blessed to have this time just to open up your word, to discover more of what it is that you have for us, what you've purposed for us and designed for us to obtain, to know, to find pleasure in as you do. And right now, as we uh, exegete the text, I guess that's what we'll be doing. We just ask that you speak through it, Father. You speak through it and give us revelation of who you are first, who you are what it is in relativity to us and help and lead and guide us in this walk and this journey that we call life. Help us to have the mind of Christ as we move forward and read through the text that um, we're, we're opening up today. 
And in Jesus' name, we praise you and we love you for all that you have done. Amen. Amen. Uh, yeah. We're actually on page nine for, you know, my dad who is following. <laughs> page nine. The purpose and power of the kingdom find expression in several Old Testament passages. Ask of me and I shall give thee the heathens of or give thee the heathens for thine inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Psalms 2, 8. Um, so what we're going through now is the scriptures that, um, that back up what we say when we're talking about the purpose and the power of the kingdom, uh, what it is that you gain from it. Um, yeah. So, but going back to the text because I actually want to actually read verse seven along with it because I think that's I think it should be coupled with it and and um, I mean we'll we'll discuss all that other stuff later. I appreciate you though. <laughs> I will declare the Lord's decree. He said to me, "This is David speaking. You are yes. my son. Today I have become your father. Ask of me, and I will make the nations your inheritance." In the ends of the earth, your possession. Um, I believe what he was going for as far as the purpose and the power of the kingdom is once you obtain the understanding that you are, you know, of inheritance, then you receive the that self-same mind that whatever you ask for, you shall receive. And, 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 and I think it's more <laughs> of... I think it's more of the fact that this is a promise from God. Right. And our our thing, where we are in the kingdom, in the representation of the kingdom, is that we are at a place where we are bringing his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. So that means we are colonizing. We are taking over a land that's already been possessed that even though God has everything and he's given everybody everything, he's saying the heathen, because if we go back and understand the initial warfare that went on in heaven, I believe this is where he's coming from. And that's why I wished I had him with us so we could, you know, see what was in his mind when he wrote some of these directions because even in his writing you can only get so much of his real thought on paper yeah. mm -hmm. a person but it's still in, about it's still about what god is saying to us as well so i don't yeah feel like yeah we're missing the mark I, either. I don't feel like we're missing the mark either uh, so no i don't think so either I but I, I i i i i want to do what god is putting him justice that's if you're noticing i'm talking yeah kingdom language, talking in kingdom thought and, and understanding that everybody has a specific purpose. That's what he's talking about. See, yes. even the fact that Dr. Clemens has a purpose. I have a purpose. If you remember, I was telling y'all about my purpose. Mm -hmm. You have a purpose. And this is ties in with your purpose with God give you the, my father and me set up that you've been working with. You know, God is so beautiful and his kingdom is so awesome. You know, we have to see it for what it is when we talk about his, uh, his, 
he's given us the inheritance of the heathen. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, there was a war going on in yes. heaven. Yes. The devil got kicked out and he got kicked to the earth. I beheld Satan, if you go into the, 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 the book of Revelation, as scripture says, I beheld Satan as lightning or as falling from heaven like lightning. And he and he and he down to earth, and that's where he went. See, so initially, before God created man on earth, the devil was kicked all out of heaven in the in the place of going into the earth. We would think that God would know that's what the devil's gonna do. He 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 does. But mm-hmm. God intended to create man, and he didn't necessarily bring us into the knowledge of it until it was time. God don't tell you nothing but what he wants you to know when he wants you to know it. You know, you can, you can ask all day long. He's still just going to tell you what you can deal with right then. Yeah. You he know? won't give you more than you can bear. So the concept is he's going to give it to you as you are prepared to, to handle you know, the, the load of it. But the warfare was about him mm-hmm. trying to, the kingdom of heaven suffering violence, right. as you read in, 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 in the scripture as well, and the violent take it by force. And that's what the devil was trying to do, take the kingdom of heaven by force. And he lost. It's simple as that. And that's all he's going to ever do is keep losing. Because you can't supersede the will of God uh, the kingdom of God, his will be done, his kingdom come, his will be done in earth as it is in heaven. See, because a king is the one who wills everything that goes on in the kingdom. That means his authority, you don't do, do nothing but what he wants done. That's the way a king is. Even in an earthly sense, we understand that, but even if we don't do it, we understand that is what is transpiring. If you don't do it, then you suffer the consequence that goes with the punishment of not doing so. And he still forces or imposes his will upon the situation. In other words, as God says, he worked all things together for the good of them that love mm-hmm. him and call to call to his purpose. That's what he is doing when he gives us the inheritance of the heathen. The heathens were created and mm. established by what Satan did in the beginning on earth. Y'all see it? It's yeah. just, and, yeah. it, it, and it continues into the garden of Eden, where in the tree of knowledge of good and evil, where in the serpent, the devil moved in that form. Mm-hmm. He still was allowing him to have some space to try to run his so-called kingdom. God gives everybody an opportunity to prove to him that what they think works, works. Just go back and check your own life out and see and he gave you every chance to try to prove to him that your way works. I know we don't want to hear that one, see, but that's what it really is. We think in our way of work, you know, but our way don't work. God's way is the only way that works. 
because it all comes from him, comes back to him and goes from him. Ain't nothing else can happen because it's just like if you want, if you got a body yeah. and your body, you ain't finna let no anything and everything go on in your body, are you? Without working mm -hmm. on solving the problem that it causes, right? That's what God does. That's everything connected to him one way or the other. And he's he's not gonna let it take over him. So the kingdom of God is, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm rambling a little bit, but I know I'm telling you what is true, but that's why I said, if you have someone that is called to speak more on it specifically like he is, then it won't go into areas that you don't need to be hearing about. That's in my spirit when I see the big picture. Y'all see what I'm talking about? I see a, a different thing that well, may not need to be talked about. That's where I'm coming from. It, it, it's it's there, but it don't necessarily well, have don't, to be discussed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but, it's, but it is all a part of, you know, the journey that you came into the understanding where you are, too. So yeah. you can break it down mm -hmm. just from that point. But I got you. Um, the next verse for the kingdom is the Lord's and he rules over the nations. Psalms 22, verse 28. He rules by his might forever. His eyes keep watch over the nations. Psalm 66, 7. We're talking about the position of God in in the in the in the sense of his his role in the kingdom, which is I mean and, and which I just described. <laughs> yeah, See, that's why just, I said we probably his eyes. That's why I said we probably need to just read it because right. I'm, I'm probably mm -hmm. already gonna go. Because that's what's gonna happen to me when you ask me the first thing. I'm gonna start talking about not only that, but everything that, that makes that clear. So. Well, you know that you know. Um, <laughs> I asked you to read beforehand, so yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna pick on my dad right now, y'all. Because I'm like, I, tell well, you page I, I didn't, I didn't realize, I didn't realize you had said to read. I, I, uh, no, I was trying always. to get back on the we, mic. We try to come prepared. <laughs> Let the nations be glad, for mm -hmm. a Thou will govern the nations of the earth. Psalms sixty-seven four. He shall have dominion over, he shall have dominion from sea to sea and from river to the ends of the earth. Psalm 72, 8. Yes, all mm -hmm. kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall fall down before him. Psalm 72, verse 11. He used all of Psalms uh, to reference God. Well, I guess David did speak of him. In, in that type of in way same, all the time. Like the same, he always in the same way that I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, he was he that, always was in recognition. When I think about David, he was always in recognition of who God was because he himself mm -hmm. was a in a position of kingdom. Mm -hmm. And he was placed as king. So in his revelation and why he praised the way that he did, it was his position of having the sight of God and how he had to rule over all and then understanding even more how he needed to possess that self-same spirit of who God is so that he would be able to rule righteously. Righteously, righteously. Yeah. That is. Yeah. So, see, yeah. See, the next verse, the next verse here, or the next, yeah, the next sentence, mm -hmm. it says, all authority comes from God. See, that's what we've been talking yep. about. Romans 13, 1. Even Satan or satanic authority, Job 2, uh, God's appointed leaders are well aware of this fact. Mm. No, the prayers are Hezekiah, Hezekiah and David, respectively. 
See, and that's what he goes into talking about them here in in uh, the next next verses. O Lord, God of Israel, which dwellest between the cherubim, thou art the God, even thou alone, of all the kingdoms of earth. Thou hast made heaven and earth. Thine, O Lord, is the Second Kings nineteen fifteen. Yeah, for I'm those sorry. who are following along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if you had, if you already pulled your book up in the in online or or, or what do they call it, uh, e-books or whatever, if you've done that already, you you can have it through that, or you can buy one and have it sent to you. It's a, it is available should be available in, 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 in your basic stores to just just sit, go online and, and, and pull it up. It says, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom. Then he says, O Lord, thou exalted as thou art exalted as head of all, both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all, and in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Henceforth. First Chronicles chapter 29, uh, verse 11 through 12, everyone. <laughs> Yeah, y'all, I'm not, I'm not giving you descriptions. Uh, thank, thank he's you, read, Grace. He's reading out the text. Yeah. <laughs> I get to the scriptures. I don't think about it to, to, to tell you that is the scripture that I just read. It says, hence the, the, God, the kingdom of God is the sovereign reign and, manif and manifest priority of God. This authority is delegated in part to humanity. Genesis 1, 28, Luke 19, 13, Matthew 28, 19-20, 20, and Mark 16, 15. Those are that, reference scriptures, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are the <laughs> those reference are, scriptures. That's, he didn't quote out the scripture that time. <laughs> those are the references for where we get to see um, the authority delegated to humanity. And, and that's why I read it, though, probably because... Yes. Cause that's how I read when I'm reading. If it's an out of not necessarily but a reference scripture, then I would read that out to you. But if it's the scripture itself, and I read it already, I have a tendency not to tell you that was the scripture I just read. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's just a, it's just in my mind. That's the way. That's where. That's why I asked you to read because I want to. I want. I know you got the right mind for this show. Uh, this 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 podcast. You see what I'm talking about? Because you're thinking about the listeners. I'm just <clears throat> used to doing what I do, you know? No, and, and sometimes I don't read the reference scriptures, though. But if I'm <laughs> quoting one, then I say it. So you backwards. That's all I'm thinking in my head. Like <laughs> You quote it and don't <laughs> say it. Right, because I <laughs> feel like they didn't read what the scripture was. So I'm telling them to check those out. You see what I'm saying? That's why I did that. And if these are yeah. references to, to the language he just spoke. He shortened the scriptures that he gave you right. reference to. In and that's why I would, yeah, that's yes. why I would give you that. But if he give you the exact scripture, to me, it's no point in giving you the scripture and where it's at because you just heard it, you know, the actual <laughs> word for word 
y'all y'all understand what I'm saying. Here. That's that's I, my I, thinking. I, like you said, it's a, yeah, it's backwards to you, but that's why I said about about us as humans, as people that mm-hmm. God has created. He gives us all different purposes, and He gives us all different ways about how we do things. You, that's what I was talking about, yeah. and, and that's where things do get lost in translation with people. And that's why you don't always know unless you ask or that you say something, you know? And and that's where we need that feedback. That's where you grow and learn more when you're not afraid to dove in and, and ask and speak. And uh, I thought I saw Ken, He's, he must've came in on today. Uh, and I say hello to him as well. <laughs> I can go ahead and read the rest. I'll read the rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is the revelation of the righteous righteousness of God. Let me start from the beginning, though. Hence, the kingdom of God is the sovereign reign and manifest priority of God. This authority is delegated in part to humanity. That is the revelation of the righteousness of God may be expressed in human government and in a management of all earthly affairs. Although this is not always done, God still imparts concepts of righteousness that may be demonstrated in institutions, organizations, and systems of human expressions, such as economics, politics, commerce, science, entertainment, athletics, and so forth. This is the meaning that is to be ascribed to such concepts as dominion as we find in Genesis chapter one, verse 28. Occupy, in verse Luke chapter 19, 13, and make disciples of all nations, as, it, as referenced in Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 through 20, and Mark chapter 16, verse 15. This demonstrates that the kingdom of God is not restricted to religious matters, but involve involves all areas of human existence. Ah, oh, now, now, that's what I was trying to get to, right there. That's it, right there, Grace. That's it. The, the, the place of where we realize that the kingdom of God is not a religion. Our problem when we're dealing with God, we tend to put God in a box of what we call religion. Religion is what is a partial definition of what is going on because of the fact that religion is a way way that you live. But when we start speaking of religion in specific, everybody has a different one. So different that it's unique in the fact that each individual is a religion in themselves. It's how 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 simply put religion really is. It is a way that you live, and it changes based upon each person. Some people say, "Well, it's my religion is uh, I'm a Christian." Some say, "I'm a Muslim. I'm a Buddhist. I'm a Hindu, or whatever." If they don't live all the way as a Hindu, then they're not really a Hindu. See, if they don't live all the way as a as a Muslim, then they're not a Muslim. If they don't live all, so religion in itself, based on those type denominational 
specifics will always, you will always find yourself trying, coming up short. Mm. Because, but if you just keep the simplicity of the kingdom of God as a subject, citizen, or a son, or a family member, y'all get it now? As a family member, a subject, and a citizen are people that's in a kingdom of in a kingdom. They can either be family, citizens, or subjects in a kingdom. That they can identify themselves as, and that at case point in fact becomes their religious place of position in that kingdom. See, mm -hmm. so that's why he says it's not restricted to religious matters. See, because that's right. when it becomes religious <clears throat> matters individually. But when we come into collective kingdom understanding, there is but one way of life, and that is to obey the king. I was noticing he said, uh, God is love. Yes, God is love. But that is not, there we go. Love is a true religion. That sounds good. But the, but the thing we're talking about is that's his persona. That's his personality that identifies him. So God is love. So his children stands to reason that they should be loved. But you, if you notice, what I'm talking about is, again, his children. Then there are citizens, people who live in the, in the kingdom of the church, of his children, who mm -hmm. have yet to be engrafted into family. Then there are subjects who are servants in the kingdom, who have yet to be grafted into citizenship. Mm. And that's all based on love too, but it it's different places and purposes where you fit to what you are in position and authority in the kingdom. Everybody has a different place of authority because they have different duties based upon their different commitment and submit of submission to the king. Uh, <clears throat> so I think I, where where we go left in our understanding is um, when we're trying to like fit God's word into a way of living according to what He's purposed in our individual lives and we don't understand the diversity of his word and how it moves, how it moves uh, because of the different gifts that we have. Right. And how all right. of it works together for good. Like you were pointing out earlier in the conversation, uh -huh. that's what he, that's what the objective of his word is doing. That's where the love comes in because <laughs> what the example of love is doing is uniting us in our differences that's why it could not be a, a practice a set traditional practice or religion 
his word cannot be that. Mm. Because if we start to look at it in that way, in one set way, then it 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 creates like this this stagnant where his his word can flow. <laughs> you you end up cutting off where his word can flow in your life because you only see him doing it one way, and it's like no, he's gonna do it in all ways. But, but it's, it's always the way that you know life is is Jesus. <laughs> It's, but it's always going to be, it's always going to be his, it's always going to be his word mm -hmm. is how is, how is, how is dealt with. It's always going to be through his love, how it's going to be implemented. Right. You see what I'm saying? His word is always going to be the, the directing or the guiding factor. His love is always going to be the application of right. what I was saying when that's the, what that's where the unity comes in that's what unites us yeah 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 well what I'm what I'm trying to do because <laughs> we have someone that's getting involved uh Ken I was listening to looking and seeing what he popped up and said and and he's dealing with that love so I'm I'm by his spirit by God's spirit I'm dealing with the interaction of those mm -hmm. that are interacting. That's why I'm encouraging those who haven't interacted to please interact because that's how the spirit of God moves to bring things to the table that we need to discuss to make things clearer for all those who are listening. You'd be so surprised how effective it becomes in that in the kingdom. That's how he operates. You see, uh, for instance, the warfare that we're talking about the kingdom of God suffereth violence and the violent taketh by force in the sense of when some ministers preach that, they think that they are saying that we got to be violent. And in their mindset, we got to be strong. We got to be forceful, but we are not violent. I don't think love is violent. Y'all, you see what I'm talking about? Love is just that. It's love. And that's the weapon of our warfare, which is not carnal. See, carnality makes you be violent. But warfare of God has you doing the, a righteous move. Now, mind you, I'm not saying that we haven't witnessed warfare like David and all the others have done in the past. But let's let's go and deal with how did Jesus really do warfare? Did he really have to fight? Even in the spirit realm, do you really have to fight? You have to speak with the power and authority of love because God even says it. What did he say do with your enemy? Love him, curse him not. But we forget that when we get to dealing with that this is my enemy and I got to fight him. See, that's why I'm dealing with the love part. I don't know if it's coming out, but I want to, you. I, I I do know it's coming out, but you see what I'm talking about there, uh, Grace? 
And I think that's what uh, what what I appreciate Ken bringing to the table when he said it. Yeah, because that's a powerful place. Because for some reason I was in 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 early mode of uh, earlier today, and yesterday I was talking and 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 fellowshipping, and we were dealing with the kingdom of God suffering violence and how the men of God at the gate were men of God at in times of old where men at the gate were men that protected and kept the cities of these different cities safe from danger and harm. So they came together and they, they spoke and they strategized with one another through wise counsel on how to keep the city safe at the same time, not be unhospitable to those coming. Y'all see it? See? And that's what we want to do in the kingdom of God. That's the principle as he's talking about here when he was talking about all the different things that goes on in the community. It's a little bit more than just religious matters, but all of the areas of human existence. That's why I, I laughed many times in my journey on, on walking with God as I go to work and do my regular jobs and do things in the community, out in the world. And, and I've had many of them say to me, well, Bishop, God ain't in everything. I tell them right quick, uh, I'm sorry. He most certainly is. He's in everything. And everything he has something to say about and something to do about it. That's because he is king over his kingdom. And all I'm doing is transforming the heart and the mind of those as I'm discipling others in the kingdom, whether they be citizens, sons, citizens, or, or family members, as I say, citizens, or subjects. Because even a subject of Abraham, a servant of Abraham, were operating in the same faith as Abraham. You see what I'm talking about? And if they didn't, they at least operated in it to the degree to where they didn't disturb not fulfilling what he what that what he 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 had ordered to be done if they are serving of his. Because what would happen? It's the same thing that happened to Daniel and uh the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego with Nebuchadnezzar. It would be it would rush up against the king. If you don't do what the king say, you're gonna offend the king and he's gonna punish you. The difference in when you are obeying the king that's above all kings, God, like a like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel did. That's why they were protected by God. And Nebuchadnezzar had to bow to the king of kings. You see it? Because that's what we were reading here. That's that's sort of what I'm what I'm showing in this. I was, and and the operation was in love because they respected Nebuchadnezzar to do what they could do 
that not not go against his leadership because God does not allow you to go against leadership. But if leadership is going against God, then you have the okay to do so. And that's what I like about in the gifts of the fruits of the spirit, the fruits of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, long suffering, temperance, all that, by which there is no law that you can, which we you did can't a whole put series on. So, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, you can't <laughs> put no law on that. You can't put no bind that. Mm -hmm. And we did it on love too. You know, we did the did we the did. love back early on. Mm -hmm. God is love. And for those yep. of you who haven't had a chance to look into that, go back into some of the earlier episodes. And, go check and, out season one. It was mostly mm -hmm. on audio before we started yeah. doing mm -hmm. <laughs> before we started doing video. But yes, mm -hmm. go check and, out season one. And and that's why I'm sort of going over a little bit because we get more interaction, mm -hmm. and God is is trying to help us all get what we need, you know? Mm -hmm. He ain't say trying. God is giving us all what he we need. He, he ain't trying. He doing it. <laughs> well, no, we force his efforts to look like he's trying, but he ain't trying. It's going to get done. That's what we were talking about a moment ago. His done. will going to be done. If it, if you ain't got right. nothing to say about it. It ain't optional, as we would think. <laughs> and, and, and that's right. what makes a lot of us angry is the fact that God is so right. loving. His way of getting you to do it is so loving that you don't even recognize it ain't optional. We think it's optional. You know how you could be with your own parents. You know how you do your kids. They you let them have so much freedom. They think it's optional to do do not what you told them to do. They find out it ain't optional. It's almost inevitable. If you don't do it now, you'll do it later. Yeah. You're gonna be you're gonna be forced into doing it, and you don't want to. I think you'd rather be doing, I think you would rather do what God say the first time than be forced into doing what he said. Because there's a lot more stuff come with that that you don't really want. Mm -hmm. I know I don't want it. I, I don't learn. I, I don't thank God I've learned both sides and I've, I've survived both sides. Thank God. Hallelujah for his grace. Amen. Oh, your name, your name say. <laughs> All of that. All of that. <laughs> hey, so, praise God. I'm Holly. afraid to go into this next section, so I think we're gonna have to start. What? Stop <laughs> Not a fearful I, afraid, but uh with the fact that you know it's, we just it's got just, that it's much a, time. Right, it's impactful. It, impact I, I like the way it starts yeah. the impact. That's why I was yeah. saying so much of what I what I was saying, so that we can be in the, get into this next section the right way, you know, because if we don't we don't understand what I was just talking about. Yes, yeah. <laughs> then, then we're I not going to understand um, what what the struggles between, are. It puts you in a different the, category. It's mm -hmm. between the creation story and the fall, and the Job story, where people really take off and and don't <laughs> like God. You know, <laughs> do not care. <laughs> so y'all gotta <laughs> really prepare your hearts for the next uh, for the next topic that we're gonna discuss next week. The impact of sin, yeah, that's gonna be heavy. I don't even, yeah, today was light. It, it's heavy because of this. It's heavy, it's heavy because of this. The carnality. Yeah. That carnality is our problem. Yeah, I'm letting y'all prepare your heart. I ain't say prepare your flesh. 
<laughs> Prepare your yeah. heart to receive yeah. because it's something you're going to have to understand. Because we struggle the most with it. We struggle the mm -hmm. most with that. The battle we have, that warfare we were just discussing, we have to begin to examine it and see the heavenliness that's in us our mortal bodies, there's a heavenly place in our mortal bodies as much as there is a earthly place in our mortal bodies. You know, that part of us that's that that's in immortal can also be corrupted by the mortality part. If we don't get a handle on it. Mm. Yeah, we'll get into that, guys. So <laughs> for this one, though, we'll go ahead and sum this up to the purpose and power of the kingdom is is ruled by God's sovereignty. Let's let's yes. say that. And and that's what we get to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, love you, too. Love you, too, Karen. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we pray that yeah. we see you guys next week. Those who yeah. tune in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you can get the book, I mean, yeah. you know. It's, it's it'll be worth it'll yeah. worth you read. It'll be worth you read. Yeah, because he does talk about it. He does talk about it just like we are talking about it. It's just that he probably does it in fewer words because he put it in book form, you know, and mm -hmm. and it doesn't leave a room for the question and answer session that we are giving you in this in this open forum. But I, I love all of it. I love what God is doing. I just thank God for it. Every Friday, 8 p.m., we right here. Every Friday at 8. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, our hearts and minds are clear, everybody focused, uh, and prepare for the reading for next week. <laughs> we'll already have. <laughs> Who are you trying to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I told myself, too. You know that. <laughs> but yes. Uh, yeah, and then we'll get into the heavy, heavy hitting stuff. Cause yeah, I think yeah, I think he yeah. kind he kind of introduced us, you know, to the uh, to the concept when he actually stated that his authority is um, also not just what he gave man, but what he gave to Satan. So he rules over. He gives authority to all. So we're about to go into. That's how he kind of led us to this next topic that we're gonna get in next week. But uh, praise God. Well. Praise God. Um, we'll talk about it next week. I was about yeah. to get, get it. Yeah. yeah, you you know, yeah. you know you done got me crumped, I, I know I was saying, but I just noticed what he did. I noticed what he did. So I was yeah. like, it, I see it, how he's he's pushing us into this next concept. Of sin. That's why I said it was preparation. I could tell that yeah. God God wanted me to share all that because it was preparation, and I know that's what it's about uh for this next area. We thank Praise God. God. We thank, thank God. God. <laughs> we do care. Yeah, praise God for you. All right. All right. Y'all have a blessed. God bless y'all. Mm -hmm.